1 Peter 5. Genesis 3, Job 1, 1 Peter chapter 5. Brother Johnny Campbell sent me a text by the time I got to church this morning. And uh, he said, uh, I dreamed about you last night. He said, you was up and you was really preaching. And he said, I was praying for you and backing you. I texted him back. I said, you wouldn't by chance remember what that sermon was, would you? I need one this morning. Genesis 3, Job 1, 1 Peter chapter 5. Genesis chapter 3 and verse number 1. Bible said, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not surely die. Job chapter 1, verse 7. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? And then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. 1 Peter 5 and verse number 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Thank you. you may be seated. Lord, we thank you this morning for, Lord, the opportunity to be back again, Lord, at the house of God. Our heart goes out to all those that are not able today to open their church up or they have opened it and nobody will come back. Our heart goes out to all of our brethren preachers today. We ask God to send encouragement into the place where they are today. Thank you, Lord, that you sent us a great crowd this morning. You give us a great week this week. And we did not deserve any of that, Lord, but our heart is, my heart is grateful for it, Lord. I pray you'd comfort those today that are bereaved because of a loss of a husband or a, a mother, family member. God, may you comfort them today. And uh, I pray that, Lord, in every case, that, Lord, that uh, the deceased had a profession of faith in Jesus Christ and what hope that gives to those left behind. Now, Father, as we come today, we have saved people here and we have lost people here. Lord, saved people need to hear something and lost people need to hear something. God, you have the ability to be able to speak through me, Lord, to both of them and to get your message across. And I pray you do that today. And uh, Lord, just meet with us here. Forgive me of all of my shortcomings, sins, failures, uh, just all the things, Lord, that are aggravating to you. I pray you'd forgive me and I pray you'd cleanse me, fill me afresh uh, right now, Lord, with your Holy Spirit and put your word in my heart and bring it through my mouth into their heart. We'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We read there a minute ago, the Bible said the devil is our adversary. Uh, I'm sure that if you're saved today, you don't have any problem with that statement. Uh, our adversary, the devil. And uh, maybe even if you're not saved, maybe you recognize the fact that we have an adversary, the devil. Now, the devil is not uh, he's not present everywhere. He can't be. He's not like God. God is omnipresent. God is here, and God's over in China this morning. And God's here, and He's at the church up or down the road. 
God's everywhere. The devil's not omnipresent. We know that because the Bible said in Revelations 2 and 1, talking about the church at Pergamos, the Bible said we know where Satan's seat is. So Satan has a place that he has to be tied to. He can't be everywhere. Now, he can be everywhere in the sense of all of the angels of the devil. Uh, he's got enough of them that they can be everywhere and they're ambassadors for him. Uh, they come to represent him. Now, the devil, neither is he not everywhere, but the devil's not all-powerful. Uh, sometimes we give him a little more power than maybe what we ought to, really, uh, in our life, but the devil's not all-powerful. Uh, we know that because a little verse there in First John 4 and verse 4 in the Bible said, Greater is he, talking about the Lord, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Uh, meaning that God is greater than the devil. You're not greater than the devil, and I'm not greater than the devil, but God is. God is. And so uh, the devil's not almighty. He's not, uh, ev he's not all everywhere omnipresent. And the devil is not all-knowing. Uh, he's not all-knowing. God knows everything. You say you believe God knows everything? Peter said he did in First John or in St. John 21. He said, Lord, thou knowest all things. And that's what he said, so got in the Bible, so I guess it's true. Amen? Uh, so the Lord knows everything, but the devil don't know everything. Now, he knows a lot, uh, but he don't know everything. Ezekiel 28.3 said he was wiser than Daniel. Daniel's a pretty wise fellow. You read the book of Daniel, he's pretty wise, but the Bible said the devil was wiser than even Daniel was. Uh, uh, the devil don't know all things. Somebody said, does the devil know what you're thinking? I don't, I don't think he has that ability, but he studied humanity for so long, he can about tell what you're thinking even though he don't know. Uh, and so... Uh, so the devil is a limited creature, we might say in many ways. And, uh, and I want to tie these three verses together this morning, and I want to tell you what the devil is today. Now we know he's a liar, we know he's an adversary, we know he's a murderer, uh, we know that he's all these things, but I want to take these three verses today and tie them together and tell you three things this morning that the devil is. The Bible said in Genesis 3 and 1, And he said unto the woman, The first activity we have of the devil as far as dealing with humanity, the first activity we have of the devil is he's talking. The devil is a talker. Uh, we see here in the garden there that the devil is there and he's talking and I have to say that he has a way with words. The devil is a word master. Words are very important things. Words are powerful things. Somebody can say a word and make your day, and somebody can say a word and run your day. Somebody can say a word when you're a child, and it'll follow you all the way through life till you get old enough, and somebody helps you, and God helps you to get over it. So words are powerful things. The Bible said the uh, the Bible said that the power of life and death are in the tongue, the Bible said. So words are a very powerful thing. We know the devil is a talker. We know he has a way with words uh, because he talked the angels out of their first estate. Jude, Jude 1 tells us that 
He was such a slick talker that he talked the angels out of their first estate. I mean some angels that had seen God uh, had uh, had been there when God uh, uh, created uh, when morning stars sang together. Uh, I mean uh, the angels that knew the power of God uh, and the devil was such a talker that he talked them out of their first estate. Uh, the devil talked Adam and Eve out of house and home. Uh, he came there and he talked to Eve uh, and he, uh, before you know it, they had lost their home. Uh, the devil's a talker. Amen. Uh, I want to say this morning that there's really only about six places in the Bible uh, that we have the recorded talking of the devil. The first one is Genesis 3, uh, and the devil talks there to Eve. Uh, he talks there to a woman. Uh, talks there to God's creation. And then in Job 1, we read there that he's talking to God. Uh, uh, he's talking to the Lord. The Lord instigates the conversation. Uh, and uh, he asks the devil, Have you helped my uh, servant Job? And one thing led to another. And we have the recorded words of the devil there concerning God's servant. Uh, then in Joshua 14, uh, uh, we, have, uh, uh, we have the devil there. Uh, and uh, he's uh, there beside Joshua. And he's there to accuse. He's there to... Uh, I guess uh, talk to uh, Joshua there and those there, and then in uh, in uh, Isaiah 14, uh, uh, he's talking to the angels there. He said, "I'll be like the Most High." I think he's uh, he's talking, telling them what he's going to do, how he's going to overthrow the throne of God, uh, and uh, how he's going to do all of that. And then uh, Zechariah 3 and 1, he's talking about Joshua there. Matthew 4, he's talking to Jesus there in Matthew 4. And we are able to re read those recorded words. Uh, and then in the book of Jude, uh, uh, he's talking to Michael the archangel. And they're disputing over the body of Moses. Somebody asked me just this week, said, why was the devil and uh, Michael the archangel arguing about the body of Moses? I said, because he has to come back uh, in the tribulation in Revelation chapter number 11. And so we only really have five places in the Bible that the devil is talking and it's recorded for us. Uh, but those five places cover about everything. Uh, he's talking to God uh, in one place. He's talking to humanity in the other places. Uh, and he's talking to the angels uh, uh, in the other place. So that covers about everything. Uh, uh, but the point I want to make is uh, that the devil is a talker. Amen. Uh, you say, Brother Rick, what kind of talk does he do? Well, the devil does suggestive talk. Uh, we read here in this first verse, and he's making a suggestion to Eve. And he says, Yea, God said. Did you know the power of a suggestion is very strong? Did you know if I were to this morning, if I were to get away from what I'm preaching here, and I were to start describing uh, a meal that you could get at Cracker Barrel and I would talk about how I ate it last night and how wonderful it was and it was the best that I ever ate. Uh, there'd probably be some people in here in a few minutes that'd be heading to Cracker Barrel. Uh, uh, the power of suggestion is very strong. Uh, can I tell you that it's very strong in a good way? Uh, uh, you can suggest to people good things uh, and keep on suggesting it and uh, it might get in their mind and in their subconscious or subliminal or whatever you want to call it. Uh, 
and uh, they might not be able to get away from it. Uh, uh, but also it is uh, powerful in a bad way. Uh, uh, the devil can make suggested talk uh, uh, that'll make you doubt God. Uh, uh, you talk, you think about some preachers that uh, talk about the Bible full of mistakes and all these things, uh, and the devil moves upon that. That's who give the preacher the words anyway. Uh, and the devil moves upon that, uh, and the next thing you know, people sitting there reading their Bible, and they don't know if they can believe it or if they can't believe it, if it's the Word of God, if it's true, if it's not true. Uh, you see, if one part of this Bible uh, is a mistake, uh, how do I know which part it is? Uh, and how do I know uh, can, if I can't believe a certain verse and chapter, how do I know I can believe Romans 10 and verse 9 uh, and John 3.16? No, there's no place in the Word of God for doubting God's Word. Amen. Uh, uh, the devil does suggestive talk. Uh, did you know the devil, uh, when we talk about suggestive that is the, the power of the words uh, uh, to be able to say things in such a way uh, that would make somebody think in the direction that you want them to go. In other words, uh, uh, if you want them to doubt, you just start saying negative things uh, uh, about uh, whatever topic you're talking about and uh, they're probably going to wind up doubting. And then the devil is a swindler in his talk. Uh, that word swindler means somebody that is uh, talking in such a way to swindle somebody out of something that is of a great value and a great price. Uh, and uh, that's exactly what he did here in the garden. Uh, he talked uh, Adam and Eve, mainly Eve. Uh, he talked Eve uh, uh, out of the truth of God. Uh, and uh, God's already told Eve, uh, uh, by the way, God's a talker too. Uh, you say, God don't never talk to me. Uh, uh, read His book and, and uh, open it up and God will start talking to you. Amen. I, I was preaching a meeting up in Columbus, Ohio many, many years ago. Uh, back then I preached from a red Bible. Uh, and, uh, and I said, some of you folks say uh, uh, that the Lord don't never talk to you. I said, open His mouth uh, and He'll talk to you. Amen. Uh, His Word is inside this book. Uh, and if you open it up, God will speak to you. Amen. Uh, uh, but the reason some people don't never hear from God is they're expecting an audible voice, uh, an appearance of something, uh, and that's not going to happen. Uh, but if you open your Bible, uh, God has already spoken, uh, and God will speak it to you again when you open up the Bible. Amen. Uh, uh, so we see here uh, that the devil told Eve, he said, Ye, uh, ye shall not surely die. In other words, he's uh, suggesting to the fact you can do whatever you want to do. You're not going to die. Uh, you're not going to die. Uh, God didn't really mean what he said. Uh, and uh, first thing led to another. And the next thing you know, they're leaving their little home there in the garden. And they've uh, lost their house and they've lost their home. Uh, the devil is a, uh, he has a salesman type talk. Uh, uh, have you ever bought a car? I'm sure you have, many of you. Uh, and uh, boy, I, I hope there ain't no car salesman in here today. Uh, but I tell you, some of them, they really know how to talk. Amen. Uh, uh, you can get out there and not even be wanting a car. Uh, and by the time they get done, uh, you're signing the papers and driving off the lot. Uh, and in about ten minutes, you're thinking, oh God, what have I done? Amen. Uh, uh, but you see, they're salesmen. 
Almost every salesman that I've ever dealt with in buying an automobile, I, once I, they find out I'm a preacher, they love church, they love God, uh, uh, they love all the things, uh, uh, they know how to do all the religious talk and all uh, the religious stuff. Uh, uh, they're salesmen, they know how to sell it. Uh, I'm a book man, I like to read books, uh, and uh, I, I go to a lot of bookstores and a lot of times, uh, bookmen or, or salesmen, uh, the, they know how to say it, and and uh, you know they'll hold up a book, and they know I like books, and they'll say, "Brother Rick, have you read this yet?" I I say, "No, I hadn't read." Oh, you got to have this one here. I, I, I'm telling you, it's the best I've ever read. I, one of them did me that way one time, and I said, "Have you read it?" I, he said, "Well, no, I hadn't gotten around to reading it yet, but they tell me it's the best there is." I, uh, well, uh, or they'll hold it up and they'll say, have you got this book, Brother Rick? I say, I, I don't have that book. And they'll say, well, uh, I, I've got one left. It's the only one in the whole universe. Uh, and, uh, and I've got a good price on it. And if you want it, I'll let you have it. Well, uh, they know how to sell their product. Amen. Uh, uh, Christians, uh, most of us, could do a little better in our presentation of what we're trying not to sell, but to give away, amen, uh, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, but I want you to know that the devil, he is a talker and he's mighty good at it. Uh, I bet he's talked to you this morning. Uh, I bet he's talked to you sometime during the course of the last five hours that we've been up. He probably talked to you yesterday or last night. And when I say him, uh, again, I don't mean him personally, uh, but a representation of him. Most of us are not that important that the devil's going to leave what he's doing. I, I mean, he's too busy now in the political realm to take time to be bother us. Amen. I, I, but I want you to know uh, this morning that the devil is a talker. Now, uh, Jesus talked to the devil, and when he talked to the devil, the only way he would talk to him was using Scripture. That's a pretty good way to talk to the devil. If you don't know no Bible, keep your mouth shut. Now, if you know some Bible, you can say, it is written that the Lord said this or the Lord said that. But if you don't know no Bible, unless you're going to open one up and quote him out of it, it's your best not to say much to the devil. Eve talked to the devil, and we see what happened to her. The angels talked to the devil, and we see what happened to them. Amen. But Jesus talked to the devil, and he's the only one that was able to shut him up. The Bible said he left for a little while, uh, and then he even come back again. Uh, but I am glad to see this. Uh, two things there. One, if you're going to talk to the devil, use Bible. Number two, if you're going to talk to the devil, be sure, be sure that when he leaves for a little while, you do understand he's coming back. Uh, you're not going to be able to shut him up forever. Amen. And uh, most people spend more time talking to the devil than they do in talking to God. But if you'd talk more to God, the devil wouldn't talk to you as much or be able to bother you as much. Amen. And so what I'm saying this morning is the devil is a talker. The devil is a talker. Amen. Now that don't mean everybody that's a talker is a devil. I'm not going to say that. And I better stop right there before I kill this service. Amen. But the devil is a talker. God's a talker as well. And uh, God is talking to us this morning through the Word of God. 
God talked to us through Sunday school this morning. God was talking to us through the Word of God. Amen. Now, I might say something and it might not be 100% right, but God's always right. So it's best to get it right from, if you will, the horse's mouth. Best to get it right from God. Amen. You say, my preacher said, we don't care what your preacher said or what this preacher said. We want to know what God said about it. Uh, And we know if we get what God said about it, then we know we've got the truth. The devil's a talker. How many's ever had the devil talk to them? All right. Some of you must be deaf. The devil's a talker. But look in Job 1 and 7. The Bible said, And the Lord said unto Satan. The Lord's talking to Satan now. He instigates the conversation. Whence comest thou? And then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going, interesting here, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. Now, not only is the devil a talker, but the devil's a walker. Ain't that what it said? The Lord said, what are you doing? He said, I'm, I'm, I'm going up and down in the earth, or I'm walking, he says, what he's saying. Now, we got a lot of walkers today. I've been doing some walking myself. I, uh, I've been trying to walk a little bit about three times a week, and, uh, and I enjoy walking, and I'm not saying because you walk, you're a devil. I'm not saying that. But the devil is a walker. And the devil is not walking like me for his physical health. The devil's not walking because he has diabetes and he's trying to control his sugar levels. That's not why the devil's walking. And the devil's not walking because uh, uh, he has a dog that he has to walk or some kind of pet that he has to walk around. Uh, uh, The devil's not walking for that reason. Uh, And he's not walking just for pleasure, just because he enjoys walking. Amen. Uh, uh, I usually walk in the morning and I usually walk like two miles and there's a a lady there. Uh, She's from uh, Taiwan older lady and her husband brings her and he sits while she walks and and uh, in passing you don't never stop you just pass each other but in passing I found out she is a uh, a wonderful Christian lady and uh, and uh, I talked to her and uh, and most of the time I lap her because she's older she's got health problems and when she makes one lap I've made two I, I but I always talk to her when I come around and I was talking to her the other day and uh, she told me where she went to church and when she got saved and all of that stuff. And she said, I, I enjoy uh, walking every morning. Well, uh, I enjoy it too. The Bible said, ain't it walk with God? And, uh, and uh, the Bible said, Noah walked with God. Uh, and I'd like to think uh, that I walk with God. I'd like to think when I get in on that track, I'd rather go when there ain't nobody there. Uh, but I like to go and just walk and pray and talk to God. It uh, uh, gives me a, a good time there to just do that, and I enjoy it uh, so much. Amen. Uh, but did you know when you walk and talk with God, uh, did you know the devil always tries to walk along with you? And uh, he'll always try to walk along. And remember, he's a talker. So while he's a walking, he's a talking. Uh, and uh, he's a saying things and putting thoughts in your mind and all these different things. Uh, so number one, the devil is a talker. Number two, the devil is a walker. You say, where's he walk at, Brother Rick? Why, he walks right into the church house. Amen. 
Again, I don't mean the devil. I doubt if the devil's ever been to Bethel Baptist Church, but he's had a lot of, uh, he's sent a lot of uh, ambassadors here. Amen. Uh, uh, but I want you to know uh, that every time we open, David opens the doors, uh, uh, every time we come in, the devil comes in. Uh, uh, that's right. I believe that with all my heart. I believe sometimes that we have angels in attendance. Uh, uh, I've been in services when there seemed to be a heavenly visitation, uh, and you knew that it was just it was just uh, heavenly. Amen. I, I've been in some services where there was a devilish presence uh, uh, that made itself aware. Uh, and so the devil, he'll walk right into the house of God. The Bible said in Luke 4, verse 31, 34, down through there, and I'll just read verse 34, but he said, In the synagogue there was a man uh, which had a spirit of an unclean devil, uh, and he cried out with a loud voice, Let us alone. Uh, did you know the devil walked right into the synagogue church of their day, if you will? The devil walked right into that church. Did you read how he came in? Uh, he came in in somebody. Uh, uh, did you know sometimes we can bring the devil right into church with us? Uh, uh, we've had a bad week. Uh, uh, we're in a bad attitude. We're mad at somebody. Our heart's full of bitterness or unforgiveness uh, and uh, makes us angry just to see the countenance of somebody we're aggravated with. Uh, and when we come to church like that, we bring the devil right into the service. Amen. Uh, he comes right into the house of God. Uh, and did you notice what that devil said? Uh, he said, let us alone. Uh, uh, when you bring the devil into church, uh, uh, that's the attitude you've got. Uh, you set off somewhere. You don't want nobody to speak to you. You ain't speaking nobody. Uh, and when we did shake hands, you wasn't shaking hands. Uh, and when we did hug necks, you wasn't hugging, hugging necks. Uh, and really what you're saying to everybody else and the preacher, uh, you're saying, let me alone. Let me alone. The devil walks right in church. He can, he can mess up a good sermon. He can mess up a good worship service. He can mess up a good altar call. Amen. I mean, uh, I mean the devil walks right into the house of God. And not only does he walk into the church house, uh, but did you know the devil walk into the closet of prayer? Amen. You got a closet of prayer? You ought to have you one. You say, ain't got no room. Have a yard sale and make you one. Do you a lot more good than all that junk you got sitting around. Amen. Uh, but you ought to have, uh, i seen that movie, I forget what it's called, maybe that's the name of it, War Room. Uh, uh, everybody needs a war room. Amen. Uh, uh, you say, what's that? That's a room uh, uh, where that you pray and where you do spiritual battle and where you talk to God. Amen. Uh, uh, but I want you to know that the devil not only come in the church house, he'll come right into that closet of prayer. Uh, he'll come right in there. Amen. Uh, did you know when the disciples were in that upper room in John uh, 20, that Jesus came walking through the wall. He came walking through. Uh, he's the door. He don't have to open the door. He is the door. Uh, and He just came walking through. Uh, but let me tell you something. Jesus ain't the only one that can perform that feat. Uh, I want you to know the devil can come walking right in uh, uh, to your prayer room, to your prayer closet. He can come right in. Jesus said uh, in Matthew 6, 6, when thou prayest, uh, enter into the closet and when thou hast shut the door. Uh, in other words, the indication is uh, uh, there's some things you need to shut out. Amen. Uh, 
I'll never forget Brother Epps preaching on prayer and he made a real good statement there and I always thought about it when the Lord said, when dost thou pray? Did you ever notice the Lord didn't say if you pray? The Lord said when you pray. He takes it for, he takes it for granted that if you're a child of God, you're going to be praying. I, and he said, when thou prayest, I enter into thy closet, your, your praying place. I, and said, when you enter in, shut the door. I, Brother Epps said, preaching on prayer one night, Brother Epps said, I, he said, I can get in there. He said, but sometimes I have a problem getting the door shut. I, uh, amen. There's truth to that. Sometimes uh, it's hard to shut the devil out of your prayer closet. Amen. Uh, you get in there praying and the devil get down there beside you. Somebody said the devil trembles when the weakest Christian gets down on their knees. You're crazy. Uh, I'll tell you what he does. He gets down beside you is what he does. Uh, and he starts praying. He starts trying to hinder uh, your prayers. He starts putting all these. Uh, I tell you, have you ever been praying uh, and the devil got in your mind in your prayers uh, and you had to repent of your praying? Uh, uh, ain't that something? You had to stop in the middle of your praying and repent of your praying uh, uh, because of the thoughts and the imaginations and every evil thing that exalted itself against the name of Christ. Uh, uh, you had to get in there and you had to stop praying so you could pray for the forgiveness and repentance because you're a Christian. Whether you were guilty or not, you felt the need. Amen. Uh, I don't think the Lord's... I don't think the Lord... Uh, when you're sleeping, I don't think the Lord, uh, I don't think He's going to hold whatever goes through your mind while you're sleeping. I don't think He's going to hold that. But I bet you're like me if you're saved. I bet you woke up and even though you knew He wasn't going to hold it against you, you said, Dear God, forgive me. Amen. Where did that come from? I tell you where it come from. It come out of your and my old wicked hearts where it come from. I, uh, the Bible said the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked and who would can even know it? Amen. I, uh, the devil gets in the prayer closet. Uh, he'll walk right into the church house. Uh, I'll tell you something else the devil do. He will walk right between uh, somebody trying to come to Christ. Amen. Uh, yes, sir, the devil, he'll get right there, Matthew 9, 21 through 22. I'll just read verse 22. And oftentimes it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. Uh, uh, there's somebody uh, that's wanting to come to the Lord. Uh, and the Bible said the devil had often cast him into the fire. Uh, the devil often cast him into the water. And he's trying to hinder this boy from coming to the Lord. Uh, I tell you, I've seen the devil, I've seen him walk right in between uh, a situation where somebody was about to get saved. Uh, amen. I remember one time I was uh, out knocking on doors and uh, this guy let me in. I've been praying for him. He's pretty rough. Uh, and he let me in. And, uh, and I was talking to him. I can see it just like it was today. And, uh, and I was talking to him about God and about the cross and about hell and about sin. Uh, and he was, began to weep and the tears were running down his face. Uh, and, uh, and I just knew that right, uh, he was fixing to get saved. Uh, and right about that time, uh, his Jezebel of a wife, uh, uh, she comes stopping through the living room uh, and she turned that TV on. Uh, and ever who had it on the last time, it was a blasting. Uh, and it come on and you might have well throwed ice water on him and me. It was over. 
Who was that? It's a devil come walking through there. Devil's a talker. Devil's a walker. He walks into the church house. He walks around you in the closet of prayer. He walks between you if you're thinking about coming to the Lord this morning. Devil's a talker. Devil's a walker. The devil's a stalker. I have misquoted this verse so many times in 1 Peter 5 and 8. Really, I've quoted it for many, many years, and most of the time I quote it the wrong way. And one day after preaching, I got home, was looking back over through the verses and stuff, and I seen this, and I said, I've been misquoting that verse for years. Because verse 8 of 1 Peter 5 said, so, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about. And you say, how'd you quote it wrong? I, I quoted, uh, your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, stalks about. Uh, it doesn't say stalk. Uh, it says walk. But I'm here to tell you this morning uh, uh, that the devil is a stalker. Amen. Uh, uh, yes, sir. He stalks his victims is what he does. Uh, did you know the first woman, listen to me, ladies, uh, uh, the first woman in the Bible to ever be stalked was Eve. devil stalked her. He's still a stalking. You see the characteristics of a stalker. The devil has a lot of them. You can look it up. There's about ten characteristics of a stalker. The devil sure got three of them. One of them it says jealousy. Jealousy. Well the devil sure got that. He was jealous of God. He said, I'm going to be like God. I'm going to be like the Most High. They're going to worship me. They're going to praise me. He was jealous of God. Deception. Stalker deceives you to think that he's your neighbor, good neighbor, or that he's somebody of good character. He's interested in other things about you. That's the devil. The devil is a deceiver. He deceived Eve when he stalked her. He deceived her. And the devil is, one of the other characteristics is the devil is selfish. You see that stalker, that stalker, he don't care what you want. It's just what he wants. He wants you. The devil's selfish. He don't want just a little bit. He wants it all. He didn't just want Eve's husband. He wanted their house. He didn't just want their house. He wanted their boys. You see, you give the devil an inch and he'll take a mile. 
The devil just don't want you out of church. He won't be satisfied with that. Uh, if you get out of church, he won't be satisfied to your own dope or alcohol uh, uh, until you're in an adulterous relationship, uh, until he takes your home or your life. Uh, I'm telling you, the devil's selfish. He wants everything you got. Well, the Lord's right the opposite. He wants to give you everything. He just wants to give it to you. It's not a selfish bone in God's body, which is Jesus. There's not a selfish bone in His body. Everything that Jesus did, He was all about others. He didn't come for Himself. He already had it all. He was already in heaven. He was already God's Son. Uh, uh, he was already there at the right hand of God. Uh, he didn't come for Himself. He come for you and me. But everything the devil does, he's coming for himself. It's all about him. Most time people that are filled with sin and the devil, it's all about them. Because you can't have much of God in you and have that kind of an attitude. Of course, the devil, it's all about him. He's proud. I mean, now you think, you think about this. You're talking about the ultimate of pride is to think you could be God. Man, that's, that's a proud devil right there. Amen. And so he has the characteristics of a stalker. It's all about him. He stalked Eve. The first couple in the Bible, he stalked Eve. Well, he even stalked the Lord Jesus. Jesus was led of the Spirit in the wilderness to be tempted and the devil stalking him. He's right there. Everywhere Jesus goes, you see the devil popping up his head. He's, stopping, he's stalking Jesus through the person of Judas. He's even stalking Jesus on the cross uh, when they cry in under the cross, if you're really Him, come down from the cross. The devil's a stalker. And folks, if you ever read the Bible, if you've ever been around any preaching, if you ever learn anything about the devil, we're not ignorant of his devices. The Bible said in the book of Second uh, Corinthians, the Bible said in chapter 11, there it said, we're not ignorant of His devices. Uh, why did God say that? Because the same thing the devil was doing in Genesis 3, He's doing in Revelations uh, uh, 18 and 19, and the same thing the devil was doing in Genesis 3, He's doing in 2020. Uh, uh, he don't have any new tactics. He don't have any new methods. Uh, it's all still the same. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and the pride of life. And it don't matter what you run, uh, what the devil uses. It'll all run back to them three every time. Every time. The devil's a stalker. He's got the characteristics of a stalker. And he's got the consistency of a stalker. Unlike Christians, he don't give up. Unlike Christians, he don't wear down. He don't wear down. The lady in the church was 
always full of good and God and praise. And she always had good things to say. And the guy was kind of aggravated at her because as we studied in Sunday school, people like that aggravate you. Get you under conviction because I always got good things to say and all that kind of stuff. This fellow's aggravated and he went to her and he said, I bet you'd even have something good to say about the devil, wouldn't you? She said, he is very industrious, isn't he? And she told the truth. The devil is consistent. Let me show you how consistent. Let me show you how let me show you how consistent the devil is. When God puts a chain on him and throws him in a bottleless pit and locks the top and leaves him in there for a thousand years. When he's released, do you know what he does? Read it in your Bible in Revelation 20. He goes right back out and starts doing the same thing again until God throws him in a lake of fire. It's a stalker. The camouflage of the stalker. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians 11, 13, 14, and no marvel... For Satan himself is transformed as a minister of righteousness. He camouflages himself. He's camouflaged in that garden, in that tree. You ever know how you ever notice how God's given animals the ability to blend in? Some can even change their color to the surroundings of a desert, or they can turn they can turn brown, or in a forest they can turn green. And God's given them that. Uh, that ability for their protection. But I want you to know that the devil, he is able to camouflage himself uh, that you won't even know it. He could be sitting right by you. Don't look at your husband like that. He could be sitting right by you. I preached a meeting one time and I got there and a fellow met me in the parking lot, me and my wife, he met me in the parking lot and I rolled the window down. He said, yes, he said, I just want you to know. He said, you knew deer season started today. I said, I'm not a deer hunter. I didn't know that. He said, deer season started today. And he said, I always meet with all our people and have prayer with them about 5 o'clock on Sunday morning. And I'm thinking, what do you pray? God give them a big buck? He said, but I just want you to know, I prayed with them. They went out. Uh, they've gone out again. Uh, and I prayed with them. And he said, they'll all be back. But I just want you to know, they'll all have their camouflage on. He wasn't lying. Men, women, kids. Everybody coming to that church had on camouflage. We got in the car after it was over. My wife looked over at me and said, what did you think? I said, I don't know. I couldn't see nobody but you. The devil's able to camouflage himself, amen. Uh, and, uh, and that's what a stalker does. He's able to hide himself. He's able to slip around the corner. He's able to hide in the bushes. He's able to be somewhere. And he does that because he don't want you to know what he really is, amen. Uh, but can I tell you this morning, the devil is a talker. Now, I know somebody can out-talk him.
man said of a fellow's wife, he said, your wife's outspoken. He said, by who? There's one, there's one that out-talked the devil. The devil is a walker, but you don't have to walk with the devil. The Bible said, ain't it walk with God? Noah walked with God. Amos 3, 3 said, how can two walk together except there be an agreement? If you agree with God, you can walk with Him. You say, yeah, but preacher, it's so bad right now. You think it's worse than it was when Noah walked with God? Enoch walked with God. 300 years. Enoch walked with God. Most of you won't make it past 75. Don't you think you can walk with him till then? The devil's a stalker. But thank God there's somebody else with us too. Jesus said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. And even though I know the devil's hiding behind every bush and behind every door and the devil's stalking all of us, keeps records on him. Jesus is not the only one that keeps records. I can't show it in the Bible, but I can show it in his actions that I believe the devil knows all about each one of us. He knows our weakness. Studied us enough, watched us enough that he knows what to right to tempt us with. Amen. Amen. The devil, he's a talker, he's a walker, he's a stalker. That's why you need the Lord Jesus and a close walk with him and talking with him and walking with him. Was a song say, He walks with me and talks with me. A long life's narrow way. And until you quit talking to the devil and you start talking to the Lord, you ain't going to never have victory. You listen more to what he says than you do what God says. Amen. Amen. He's real. I know in 2020 people laugh about it. And that's something he's shown himself more than he ever has and people believe in him less than they ever did. That's something. Well, I believe he's real and I believe God's real. And I'm glad I'm saved and I'm trying to stay in the covers of this book. Amen. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for this message that you put on my heart. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that helped me to preach it. And no doubt, Lord, here this morning, there's people this very morning, the devil's been talking to them. Some of them he's saying, give it up. Some of them he's saying, don't do it. He's a talker. And no doubt, some people in this very room this morning have been walking with the devil. And I can guarantee that every person in this room is being stalked by the devil just waiting like that roaring lion, just waiting for that opportunity to pounce on him and take him at his will, take him captive by his snare. Lord, may you help us to be sober-minded, to be serious, and to be vigilant and watchful and resistful in this day and hour in which we live. Lord, I thank you in Christ's name. Amen and amen. Let's stand if you would, please.